Hi, guys. This is Pop Culture Mondays on Thursdays, and this is your host, Brooke Hammerling. Pop Culture Happy Thursday, my pop culture junkies. You can probably tell we sound a little bit different this week. And if there were ever a test to make me a professional podcaster, this was one of them. I am still most definitely a newbie and an amateur, but getting there. I am coming to you this week without a guest simply because I am actually in Germany right now in the beautiful, really beautiful city of Hamburg. I have to say it's spectacular. And I am without a guest because my schedule was completely unknown to me. I had no idea other than what plane I was getting on from the East Coast to Germany today I arrived. Other than that, I have no idea. I simply am going with the flow. I am a willing participant on the road with some friends. I am at this conference that my dear friend and podcaster extraordinaire, Kara Swisher is speaking at, and then we have a whole sort of series of adventures this week. And I was so proud of myself. I was going to use Kara's entire pod setup with my computer, only to realize that I have a stupid MacBook Pro with very few little port thingies. And I was supposed to bring this thing that connected the mic and the headphones, and I didn't. And alas, I sound like this. But we're just going to have fun with it today, right, David? I think we're just going to... Yeah, thank you, David, for doing this very early, his time. I'm sitting here, guys, I honestly have to say, Hamburg, Germany. I have been to Berlin. I have been to Munich, where we're going to later this week. I have been all over Germany. I have not been to Hamburg. And uh, actually, a friend of mine and client, the co-founder of Public Life, this is your town, and it is incredible. I am looking out onto this gorgeous water with some sort of water explosion extraordinaire coming out of it. I don't know if it's intentional or if it's like an actual fountain. It sort of looks like a leak, like like a bursted pipe. But I mean, we're just going to go with water feature and call it a day. But it is a very green city. And I am going to go out after this and go have some beers and some, you know, Frankfurters and all of that jazz. I don't know. It's uh, It's going to be a thing. But I wanted to get this pot in because it's a lot this week. As I wrote in my newsletter, it's a hard week, you know? I mean, it's like every few weeks we have tragedies, but it seems these shootings, mass shootings seem to just, you know, there's just so many. I, I, don't, I don't understand. I asked a bunch of people if you had to choose one or the other, like this choice of women's rights or, the, or banning guns, if we had to choose one. The both should be, we should be able to have abortions and we should not have guns. But if we had to choose one, what would it be? And, and I have to say almost every single person regrettably, but said, I would rather have no guns at this point because it's just the loss of life, of real lives, people who have living, breathing families and jobs and careers just cut short because of some maniac. And an interesting note, the socials really erupted this week, I thought was so interesting, about the shooter. And the shooter is an 18-year-old white man. He is a racist. He is a bigot. He is a everything uh, under the sun. No idea about his family. No idea about that. He comes from a, a, what seemed like a 
a strong family in the community, but he is white, he is 18, and he is a man. A bunch of social media pointed out that he has been described by media as a teenager, as a mentally ill teenager, when other men, black men who have been killed, unarmed black men, uh, teen years, even under 18, are referred to as men, as a black man who was killed. This is clearly a racist, sort of just inherently racist in the way the media describe him as, a, a, as an 18-year-old boy. And a, and a mentally ill one at that. Um, you know, it, it, in, if it's a black kid, 18, it's a black man and never really used mentally ill, just criminal. So this is the state of the world we're in, but let there be no mistake. This kid, whose name I'm not even going to say, is not a kid. This 18-year-old, this and I just see, I just even went there. This person is a man. He is 18. He can vote. He can fight for this country. He is, uh, you know, his own person. He is not under guardianship of parents when you're 18. And it's outrageous that we are positioning him as a, as a mentally ill child. So with that, let's get into some pop culture because there is some fun stuff that has happened. Watching it unfold, I will say... Kara Swisher is not here to talk uh, on this pod, but she is going to be a guest one day, and it'll be really funny because we are um, best of friends, and it's fun to to tease her. But when things pop up into Kara Swisher world of pop culture, you know, you know that it's sort of mainstream. And as we were uh, getting ready to take off on the flight to Germany, she asked me about this Kara Delavine, Cara Delavine. I hope I'm saying her name right. I'm so, it's so funny, you guys. I write about pop culture. I talk about pop culture, but I actually am not really the most <laughs> sophisticated in it. So I think Cara Delevingne, she's an English uh, actress, model, activist. I've actually been at parties with her. She's beautiful. She's vibrant. She's got a lot of energy. She's got a sense of humor. You can see that sort of glimmer in her eye. But she's making a lot of news in social media because she was at the Billboard Music Awards, which were, took place over the weekend. And some people are saying she'd had one too many cocktails. But she is photographed sort of all very, very, very on top of like Megan Thee Stallion from being her stylist, getting her sort of fluffing her, if you will, with her outfit on the red carpet. Um, you see her peering from behind the step and repeat as she's like sort of telling her what to do and how to wear her outfit. And she's coming out and sort of, you know, doing what stylists would do to their client. And there are a series of, of videos and photographs of her sort of, you know, popping up into these conversations that Megan Thee Stallion's having in the press or on the red carpet or in the audience. And it seems very, it's funny, but it's also a lot. And then there is also a photo that she did elaborately take of a few people. And I, you know, I'm so jet lag guys. I don't even remember who's in the picture, but she like gets on the floor and she's taking this sort of, a, you know, sophisticated photograph as like a, a model who would know how to work a photo for, so she's taking it from the floor up and it's supposed to be this sort of, you know, really vibey, cool shot, but it's a shitty photograph. She hadn't cleaned her camera lens. So there was like a lot of distortion in the photo. So she got 
teased for that, but it's really funny. There are some really funny memes that show her sort of doing what she was doing on the red carpet to Megan Thee Stallion. And then like it would cut to an animal at the zoo sort of being fawned over. It was just funny in terms of how she was presenting herself. So that's happened. And there was another thing that people really... (laughs) (laughs) David, did you see this? The Anna Wintour getting carded. I just think it's so funny. Anna Wintour, there's a TikTok. It's in the newsletter. We'll put it in the show notes. But Anna Wintour sort of also took TikTok and Instagram by storm this week with video of her getting carded, trying to get into some event. And you see the security person asking Anna Wintour for her ID. And she is, she's just so shocked. And she's just like sort of tapping her body like I don't have an ID on me. I don't know what to say. I'm Anna Wintour. So we will share those. But those are the funniest things that I've seen. Both English women, both incredibly brilliant, I guess, fashion icons in their own Cara Delevingne and Anna Wintour or social media having a little fun with them this week. Another thing I wanted to talk about, I guess it goes back to what we started with, which is um, my friend Naima who is also Kara's producer of Sway, she she brought up to me the fact of how social media is being used more and more of these sort of social causes. Like TikTok, if we saw this weekend unfold, and, and Instagram and Twitter, but certainly the video of unfolding of people at the, the abortion marches and pro-choice marches. And there were so many different images that came out of that. And it's something that I wonder how much impact it actually has now, because it becomes almost like we're sort of anesthetized to it. We're just seeing so much of it. Every TikTok is just another march and another protest and another person putting out their beliefs. And while it seems like, you know, the majority of them are for pro-choice and the majority of them are anti-gun and all of that. But to what end? And I don't know, Is it's amazing to see people take action. I should say that. It's amazing to see people have a voice and use social media uh, in, in ways other than makeup and so forth. But I, I'm starting to hear from more and more people that it's just sort of like Tinder now. You just, it's how dating is. You just sort of swipe left, swipe left, swipe left. TikTok, swipe up, swipe up, swipe up. Instagram stories, you know, swipe, swipe left and just move forward. And I wonder if it's really getting through to anybody or is it just causing more division? I mean, your side is your side and other people's side are their sides and never the two shall meet. Uh, just something to think about, especially as we have entered into yet another fucking week of Elon and Twitter. The latest is that now Elon is seemingly putting the brakes on his his acquisition attempt of Twitter, this time saying that he will not move forward until Twitter can absolutely unequivocally verify that fewer than 5% of all users are fake bots, whatnot. He seems to think there it's a lot more. Twitter is saying it's not. Is this a real issue that Elon has or is this just a stalling tactic because he's bored? And I think it's so interesting to hear people, whether it's media, whether it's my friends, whether it's influencers, try to analyze and understand Elon. And I just, I don't think Elon fits into any social construct that people can really understand. I don't think Elon... I think he's chaos. What is that like? It's one of those insurance 
ads where the guy who's in Law and Order SVU plays the character Chaos. That's what I think of Elon. I think he's just Chaos. He's like if he if there was a Marvel movie with a villain of chaos that's or a batman movie he'd be chaos i think that's what it is and it doesn't fit into any sort of social constructs and he right now seems to be more pro right wing than liberals but i think that could easily change i mean that's why i don't think that they should get too cozy and comfortable and think that he's their man so there's that and we also moved into johnny depp and amber heard stuff We had a break from it last week, which was kind of nice. But this week, Amber Heard is now being cross-examined by Johnny Depp's team. And guys, it is nuts. Like, you watch this stuff unfold on TikTok, and you can't believe it's real. You cannot believe these are real human beings having real sort of experiences that they're sharing or however they are, you know, whatever their experiences are. But just the, the events, just the whether they're lies, the manipulations, but just the series of events like this this week, Johnny's team is cross-examining Amber and questioning this photo that Amber has taken, had taken when they were still married that displayed a, a kitchen table with a series of things, including lines of cocaine, a tampon applicator that was apparently used to snort the lines of cocaine, which was new to me, that a Playtex applicator is something apparently her sister taught Johnny. Directing your attention, Ms. Heard, to the photograph, and this is your breakfast table? That is correct. And it's your testimony that Mr. Depp left this breakfast table just the way you took it? That is correct. So this is what the table looked like after Mr. Depp had been doing cocaine? Well, clearly he has yet to snort these lines. There was a jar of cocaine. There was an ashtray with a rolled cigarette in it. There was, there was alcohol, full beer, all of that. And what the jury was being painted a picture of by, uh, by Johnny's team was that this photo seemed pretty staged. It doesn't really look like anyone's been doing cocaine off that table, does it? With all due respect, I'm not sure you know how that works. I'm asking if you do. You've testified you've done cocaine. I have doesn't really look like Mr. Depp or anyone was doing cocaine off that table, does it? Uh, I beg to differ with you on that. When you snort cocaine, typically it goes into your nose. There's residue from that cocaine when your lips and nose touch the table, right? Well, the tampon applicator next to the driver's license that you see is a device that I believe my sister had taught him to use in order to put the cocaine in your nose. We used to just use rolled up dollar bills, guys, back in the back in the olden days. Never thought to use a Playtex applicator. And also, Johnny Depp is considered a very avid smoker. He smokes a lot. And anybody I know who does cocaine and smokes, they smoke 10 times more when they're doing cocaine. They chain smoke. There was only one unlit cigarette in that ashtray. So the lawyer is trying to, again, paint the picture that this was a staged photo, that it was, in fact, you know, something that she compiled herself, snapped a photo, sent it to friends saying, like, this is what I have to deal with every morning. Mr. Depp is a pretty heavy smoker, right? He is. And, and that's a cigarette in the ashtray in the back there? Yes. There's no other cigarettes in that ashtray, are there? I see one cigarette. The one that's not smoked. That's correct. It's pretty clean. In this picture, it looks like it, yes. It's a pretty neat table. Wouldn't you agree? Depends on what you would call neat, I suppose. And you sent this picture to your friend as well, didn't you? I sure did. So you have a habit of sending stage photographs to your friend, don't you? 
I had a habit of communicating with my best friend about what was going on in my life. You don't have any pictures of Mr. Dev actually consuming cocaine, do you? I don't think I have a picture of him mid-snort. No. So it's seedy. It's unseemly. It's bad. Social media has not turned in Amber's favor in any way at all. In fact, it's it's the crescendo is even higher as far as I can tell in terms of being against her. I even found myself almost posting a TikTok. I have still have it in my drafts, but her whole thing is that she went on on a talk show the night the night following where she claimed she was beat up pretty badly where she thought she had a broken nose and she had a black eye and they are showing pictures of her on the James Corden show where she has absolutely no visible injuries at all. This is a picture of you at the same event the night after Mr. Depp allegedly whacked you in the face so hard you thought he broke your nose. Uh, This is a picture of me um, after he did whack me in the face. The night after, right? Yes, it is. Your nose doesn't appear to be injured in any of these pictures, does it, Ms. Heard? I'm wearing makeup. Your nose doesn't appear to be injured in any of these pictures, does it, Ms. Heard? That's why I'm wearing makeup. Right. And makeup covers up swelling, right? Makeup will not cover up swelling. Ice will, though. Ice will cover up swelling? Ice reduces swelling. Normally, the swelling after that kind of injury is not as bad as you might imagine. And for me, it wasn't that bad. I have a picture of it underneath the makeup. That's how I know how to reference it. A picture you haven't produced or shown to the jury, right, Ms. Heard? I wouldn't have really paid attention to that if it weren't for the fact that just a few weeks ago, I fell on my face and did break the top of my nose and had a black eye and swollen and all of that. And while I took a lot of ice packs, I had a lot of ice and I I put a lot of Arnica on and I had the best makeup. There is 100% evidence of... Uh, injury on my face. I'm wearing big sunglasses. I have a lot of makeup, but you could see it. And um, it's really hard for me to believe that if somebody had been punched in the face as hard as she says she was and was uh, bruised beyond recognition, that she could disguise that in a day with makeup. So it's affecting even the old ladies of TikTok like myself, where I was very tempted to post this sort of evidence of my own injury and showcase that compared to like her audio saying that she just had really good makeup. And then I think we're going to make this quick, guys. But lastly, makeup. This is a interesting one. So makeup. Makeup is another theme this week. I didn't put it in the newsletter because honestly, I was just trying to hustle to my flight yesterday. But a lot of you might be familiar with Bobby Brown. She is a makeup artist who has her own, had her own line, Bobby Brown. It's still uh, available, but she sold it. Bobby with an I. Actually, Bobby Brown was uh, from this uh, little suburban community in New Jersey where my nieces and nephews grew up. So I had heard stories of her there and uh, nothing but lovely stories about her. I use Bobby Brown Cosmetics and very happy to see another female founder build something, sell something to great success. She has started another makeup line. And I don't know if you guys have this happen. This happens to me all the time where I'll like not know something like a car, for example, I won't have ever heard. I didn't know a Jeep Wrangler, which is my car came out and then, and the new model is electric. And when I heard that all of a sudden, all of a sudden within like an hour, I started seeing them everywhere. 
everywhere. Like I cannot drive down the street in LA without seeing now a big Jeep Wrangler that's electric. I didn't even know it existed the minute I found out there it is. And I guess that's because your brain becomes aware. And so it starts to retain information it didn't before. So this new brand, I had not been aware of, didn't know anything about it, didn't know Bobby started a new brand, didn't know if you would ask me what Jones Road was last week, I would have had no idea at all. But it is her new line. And the first introduction I had was an influencer on TikTok put a video up up showcasing her use of this new foundation. And with no context, she put this sort of, I can't even explain it. Imagine taking like scoops of foundation, scoops of like any sort of cream that you have, but like a scoop, like full scoops in each hand. And she put it on her face, trying to rub it in. Now, nobody puts makeup on that way. It's not really how it works. Usually, if you use your fingers, you use a dab of it on your fingers. Otherwise, you use a makeup applicator. But this went viral for a few reasons, but mainly because once she sort of started to rub it in, it started to slide off of her face, offering no protection, no foundation at all. She literally, you could see like her skin underneath it. It looked to me like it was an oil and water issue. Like somehow she must, it was either an oil-based product and she had a water-based product on or vice versa. I honestly, I don't think any of us really care, right? But these videos went viral. So all of these makeup people started putting on these Jones Road makeup and showcasing. And then I started to see other makeup influencers come to the defense of Jones Road saying that, it's very obvious this type of makeup needs a certain type of primer or that it's all of these different sort of techniques as to why these haters were capitalizing on these sort of, you know, sensationalistic TikToks. And what's so interesting is that all of a sudden I started noticing Jones Road. In fact, it just happened to me today in I was borrowing some makeup from Kara and she has Jones Road product in her makeup bag. I like what is happening? I'd never seen it. Now it's everywhere. I've seen it in my friend's houses. Uh, it's my friend's makeup kit today. But even more interesting is that Bobby Brown herself posted a video without actually making a comment about the viral TikTok and all this viral sensation. She sort of owned all of them by mocking what these women had done or makeup artists, makeup influencers had done by doing it herself, scooping up these mounds of foundation saying, oh my God, guys, look at this way I put foundation on and then like clobbed it on her face. So it was obviously outrageous and absurd uh, to make the point that this is just all absurd. And I think she did an amazing thing from a brand perspective, from an individual perspective to sort of not ignore it, lean into it, but also not apologize and not uh, make any sort of different claims, just own the the influencers who were making making ridiculous videos. So we've come full circle. We're talking about racism and guns and horrifying actions of criminals. And now we're talking about makeup and TikTok. David, what do you think? Do I sound like I'm like a jet lag crazy person? <laughs> All right, guys. So this is definitely, I feel like I just went through a therapy session. There is a very funny meme out there that many, many of you sent. 
that was like an overheard in LA and it says, oh, I don't go to therapy. I now have my own podcast. And I thought that was sort of perfect. Um, I, I, I will say there is a lot of truth to that. But next week, we will be back to our regularly scheduled program. I'm not even going to do Mary Makeout Murder this week because it's just more fun to do it with somebody. But I had a really great recommendation from a friend last week that suggested instead of saying murder, we say mute. Just A, it's less, you know, um, violent, and especially in the day and age we're in. But also mute is sort of timely in this sort of moment, whether it's cancel culture or whatnot. So moving forward, I can't remember if I even talked about this last week. It sounds vaguely familiar. But moving forward, we are going to change it up. And instead of make out, marry, murder, it's going to be make out, marry, or mute. And I think it's just a sign of the evolution of this podcast. All right, guys. Avida Zane, I am off. I have to go cross through Hamburg and find my friends and go have a much, much needed beer and go check out these conferences. I think it's OMD or OMR. I apologize, conference organizers, because I know you're doing a really great job. I'm going to also see the Top Gun premiere in London. So I will fill you all in next week. I'm very excited. And it's black tie because the royals are going to be there. And then we're going to see our dear friend Steffi and her conference DLD in Munich. So it is a whirlwind European extravaganza I will have a guest next week to talk all about it. And until then, thanks for listening, you guys. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to see you, David, next week. And that's it. Pop culture.